Hi, this is Life Coach David. Thanks for listening to the Law of Attraction podcast. You can find me or contact me through lifecoachdavid.com. I'm a certified and very experienced Law of Attraction Life Coach. How do you know if a Law of Attraction Life Coach would be helpful for you? Well, one, are you attracting everything you want? Two, is there an area or areas of your life that you want to improve? Three, do you want to feel really happy now and for the rest of your life? Or maybe you're going through a difficult time and you want help getting through it in the best way possible. Law of Attraction Coaching, with me anyway, can help you with all of that and much more. So please consider that. Today we're going to continue reading and discussing Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting, which was written by Lynn Grabhorn many years ago, but the information is still very valid and very helpful. So I hope you've been listening to previous podcasts so you can get in on all this wonderful information. And before I start reading that, I just want to thank everybody from all over the world who's been listening. I really hope this is very informative and that you use what you're learning from the podcasts and apply it to your own life so you can attract what you want and be happier and know about the law of attraction in a way that it works in your favor. So now I want to get right into reading from Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting, and we're kind of getting towards the end, so let's go for it. This section is called Everything is a Co-Creation. Many years ago, the mother of one of my closest friends was killed in a bizarre auto accident. As she and her husband were heading towards an underpass on the freeway, some swell kid tossed a boulder from the overhead crosswalk sending it crashing through the window on the passenger side, killing Mrs. T instantly. Seems like one of those awful coincidences, doesn't it? Rotten luck, bad roll of the dice. Nope, none of the above. It was a co-creation. First of all, had either Mrs. T or her husband been more plugged in to their guidance, they would have taken another route, gone later, or skipped the ride altogether. But secondly, and most importantly, this was not an instant happening of the moment. Like any accident or illness or calamity, it had been a long time cooking vibrationally. Mrs. T had been operating with the closed valve for many years, smiling sweetly and chatting pleasantly while being deeply resentful of life's dealings. She was an exemplary victim who had been in strong resistance to the flow of well-being for a long, long time, and so was her young executioner. Here's where we go back to the who's on first routine. Whose vibration was responsible for the happening? Was it Mrs. T's from her years of concealed pessimism, or was it the kids? As it always is in any so-called accident, it was Mrs. T's vibration that did her in, even though it was a co-creation. She was pinging on a particular frequency and pulling in everything of like vibration, which in this case wasn't too cool for her. Just simple physics. You hit that one tuning fork, and every other tuning fork on the same wavelength is going to respond. Let's say on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being a wide open valve, Mrs. T's life of worry had caused her emotionally to vibrate at a destructive 4 for some time. On the other hand, 
the young lad had only a few years of feeling inferior to his peers and grossly angry at life. Yet, so strong were his feelings and therefore his magnetic attraction, he too had reached that same destructive fore. Their courses were set. Sooner or later, he was going to meet up with another four that was flavored with the same vibrations of unworthiness. For Mrs. T, if it hadn't been the rock, it would have been something else just as devastating from some other four. Like a driver whose oxygen line had been severed, this frantic young man was simply lashing out in pain and anger from being cut off from his own source of supply. In another way, so was Mrs. T. Finally, each in their own brand of pain, they were sucked into one another in a perfect example of co-creation. She had attracted her destiny, he had attracted his. Someone or something need only match you in frequency and the attraction begins. Which one, event, person, or circumstance, will get to you first? The one with the strongest intensity. And you will keep on attracting and merging, attracting and merging, attracting and merging until you get so tired of the gloomy game you eventually check out, as Mrs. T did, or you change your frequency. If an accident involved two or more people, it was a joint exercise in negative attraction. If it was an accident that involved children too young to develop their own negative emotion, then those youngsters picked up their vibrations from their environment. If it was a plane crash, those on board of all ages magnetized themselves into that event. Disaster, cataclysm, mishap, or disease, the brew of negative emotion that has perked over time to cause these happenings has come from an amalgamation of negative vortexes joining forces to form an electromagnetic attraction so strong that ice forms on the wings of a plane to bring it down, or brakes fail in a bus to careen over a cliff, or a firestorm uproots what otherwise appears to be totally contented lives. If we're living with our connection to that life force cut off, sooner or later something's going to sock us like a car, a flood, a train, or even a tornado. Ever wonder why a tornado will hit one house and leave the next? Now you know. If it's just a dent in your car, your valve has been partly open. If both you and your car got creamed, your valve has been pretty well closed. If you broke your leg on the slopes, your valve has been partly open. If you busted up your whole body, your valve's been pretty well closed. I could go on but it's sort of valve-closing to dwell on all this stuff. My point is that nothing but nothing but nothing comes to us by accident. Not our lotto winnings, not our new loves, not our illnesses, not a freak of nature, not an accident. They've all been drawn to us electromagnetically by our feelings and our vibrations. Nothing in our world has ever or ever will come to us except by our own vibrational invitation. Now don't go flying off into Panicville if you've been a jaded basket case all your life. That's not an automatic ticket to cancer. Close, but not automatic. You have only to find your joy, and that open valve vibration will instantly override years of gloom and doom. You might have a little fender bender, but that's all it will be. No big deal. 
Or maybe you'll have a little cold, not a big deal, just small reminders that you still have some resistance to a frequency of well-being. And so, who are the main attractors? We are, always. It's our feelings, our valve, our resistance. No one is doing it to us. If we're attracting negativity, it's because we're vibrating negatively, drawing some other thing or some other one into our space in the timeless dance of co-creation. And that's the end of that section. And again, just like the previous podcast where she was talking about illness and death, it's a lot to take in that we're really responsible for everything that happens to us based on how we're vibrating. But that is what the law of attraction says. So whether you agree with it or not, or it sounds too severe, like vibration attracts like vibration. And the next section is called our wellness switch. The bottom line to all of this is that we simply have no damn business being sick, being in accidents, getting old, or even dying for that matter. But as we routinely turn off our wellness switch to block ourselves from their source of life with negative emotion, something's bound to happen. So you might want to watch how you're expressing yourself. If you're saying, I want to be well, but your dominant vibration is saying, help, I don't want to be sick, which way are you attracting? If you're sick and saying, by God, I'm going to beat this thing, I'm going to win this battle, from that position of defensiveness, what are you focusing on? No matter how many people love you, No matter how much you give to the poor, no matter how well you run your business, no matter how delightful and pleasant a person you truly are, if you have negative vibrations of any kind running, even in your manner of speech, you're going to attract some kind of bummer. Now granted, the primary vibrations of mass consciousness are all around us, an endless exhaust of powerfully negative energy which we allow to govern us, knocking us about like a ship in a storm without its rudder, and usually making for a pretty rough ride. That does not have to be. You don't ever have to be a victim to mass consciousness or to any one person's negative energy. Not your doctors, your families, your friends, your lovers, or the groups around you. Just state your wants every day. Write and then speak new scripts about your body, your health, your looks, your life, and pretend. Get into the feeling place of what you're pretending and become one who is so aggressively flowing your own energy and vibrating in the frequency of joy that you override all that you or anyone else might have been flowing before. Not only will your body joyously respond, but there will be no more accidents. Is it easy? No, it's not the least bit easy to switch focus away from a roaring illness or pain or unwanted weight, but you can talk yourself down a little bit at a time. You can open that valve a little bit at a time and reverse your body's direction. You are far greater than your body, so never doubt you can do this thing. Laugh more at everything and lighten up. There is only one thing you need to do In order to have the body you desire, you have to find ways to be happy, a little at a time at first, until nothing else in your world matters, not your body, your family, your old doubts, only your focus on being happy. That, in the final analysis, 
is what health and well-being are all about. And that's the end of that chapter. And I definitely agree with the last part, that being happy is what it's all about. Because when we're really happy, that means we're vibrating at a super high vibration. And as a result, we have to attract happy, high vibration experiences, circumstances, and other people into our lives who will keep us feeling that way. And actually, that's a lot. When it comes to my coaching practice, a lot of what I coach people is in techniques and processes on how to feel really happy. Because sometimes things happen, but if you know these processes and techniques, you start pulling yourself up out of it into happiness. And that feels so good. As a matter of fact, sometimes people call me for coaching and one of the side effects they never expected was that they tell me they've never felt so happy before. Even if it's not why they thought they called me, it's just a wonderful side effect of being in control of how good you feel, being in control of where you're vibrating on the 1 to 10 scale. You know, are you keeping yourself at a 1? Are you keeping yourself at an 8, 9, or 10? And it's always a choice. And of course, once you deliberately start keeping yourself at a higher number on that 1 to 10 scale, you're feeling better, you're feeling happier. Things start going your way. You feel really hopeful about now and the future. And when that happens, life is just so much better. And that's why all my clients have always told me they can never go back to how they felt before coaching or what they were doing before coaching because it just feels so much better now. Why would they want to go back to not feeling happy? Or why would they want to go back to not attracting what they want? So I hope you got a lot out of today's podcast and maybe re-listen to it. And it might be hard to hear that you're responsible for everything you're attracting. But the bottom line is just do your best to keep yourself feeling as good as possible, as happy as possible. And as a result, you're setting yourself up for happiness and feeling good and attracting things that support that. And if you want some coaching to help you get there, I can certainly do that for you. Just contact me through lifecoachdavid.com. Thanks again for listening. And as I always say, have a high vibration day. Yeah.